0: yba phoenix fitness 24 7 basketball facility in rockland california it's about that life podcast with your host coach c collins and coach mj
1: hey
0: welcome
2: to about that life podcast i'm your host coach c collins coach mj is not here for this episode so it's just me but again thank you for those guys who've been uh, supporting from day one who've been doing their thing who've been you know um on the patreon uh my sponsors dr dish um uh hardwood palace everybody uh courtside uh, west coast takeover thank you guys again for tuning in for listening whether you're checking me out on youtube uh live on twitch i know joe, joe puts us on twitch sometimes or if you listening to us on any audio platform it's much appreciated uh, you guys know the deal on about that life podcast we talk a little bit of life a little bit of politics but mainly towards AAU basketball and the culture of a hoop and how to progress and how to get better at it so again if you're tuning in if it's your first time listening welcome if it's your first time checking it out uh, appreciate you you know taking the time to listen it's, it's it's uh it's always a process and we're always trying to make it better and better and and get people out there learning how the game works and what to do and what not to do, you know, especially in this AU world where it's getting crazier and crazier and crazier. I just try to give my insight and tips for those who are willing to listen. And I love bringing in people and guests who, um, who've walked this line and, and walk this path. So, you know, uh, appreciate you checking checking me out. Also feel free, hit the subscribe and like button. It obviously helps with the algorithm right now. You know, we're like 280 or something like that, trying to get to 300. Like I said, it's a small goal, but it's my goal for sure. On the audio side, we're growing, but I want to grow on this YouTube side. So appreciate you if you could help me out. If not, no worries. Just check out the information. Hopefully it helps you out. With all that being said, I want to get to my guests. I am very fortunate enough to, to have met this brother, um at hardwood palace and, and he's an official and his his background his resume is a uh, uh, very cool very extensive he he played the game at the highest level he won an nba championship and we'll get you know all into that but he is someone who who is really cool vibe re- really chill brother uh you know Talks to everybody, real approachable, and and I've asked him for a while to be on this show, and we've our schedules finally aligned to where he's now could be here for a little while and and drop some knowledge. But without further ado, I want to introduce my guest, Tremaine folks.
0: Yes, yes, I'm in the building. I appreciate it, man. <laughs> we finally got through. Yep, and, uh, we are here finally, and it's a pleasure to be here. I haven't been on this location site in about nine months so yeah brought back some memories (laughs) coming back here hardwood and uh it's it's been fun so um you know glad to touch up upon the, the 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 location that was paying me a little couple of dollars to ref some games you know I did it for the kids you know I do yeah. it for both though I got bills too so. right <laughs> exactly
2: man I want to um I want to break down uh, your basketball resume a little bit obviously this is the stuff I found online you could obviously fill in the gaps for me in between um so we're gonna I'm gonna talk to you guys mainly what that uh, what's mainly online is NBA career and his um and his collegiate career so mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. says uh you're well you were a small forward uh drafted out of Fresno State um
0: that yes correct? that okay. is that that was correct i, I was <laughs> okay. a small forward um slash power, power forward with okay. with, a, with which was a tweener then but it's <laughs> it's definitely a position that has assumed a lead role, for example a Draymond Green. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, that would I, I was a small forward at Cal and then a power forward at Fresno, then a small forward back in the NBA. So okay. you just gotta be prepared to play your role however you need to do to to survive and, and, and stick at the highest level possible. So they need you to do one thing, just do that one thing really, really well. And um that's one thing that I could tell kids and Young adults, boys. However, just you know, you don't have to be uh, all around when you get to the league. Mm-hmm. Just have one thing and do it well. Okay, and and specialize in that. Yeah, and you it can take you a long ways. I'm glad
2: you're saying that because there's. Yeah, I, I preach this as a coach. You know what I mean. And 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 again, I just made it overseas. I didn't you know make it to the league, but it's um. <laughs> it's funny how you try to oh, preach this to the kids too. well yeah. thank you I yeah, appreciate yeah, that's, that. that ain't
0: that, that's <laughs> ain't no walk in the park that's actually a lot of those places are just as hard or maybe even tougher In the NBA just having to survive on somebody's soil yeah that's not yours and you don't own nothing there <laughs> exactly but
2: yourself okay so, you got yeah. you know you, I'm sure you so know plenty of cats yeah
0: we all got some overseas stories
2: uh, um so uh you played for the
0: Clippers two seasons correct Played for the Clippers two seasons. Um, Dunleavy got rid of everybody. Mm-hmm. Brought in some of his people, which is rightfully so. You're the head man in charge, right? Uh, played two years, had a ball at at home, having a chance to play in front of your family and yeah. In and you're France. and you're from LA, so I being want from want to break LA. that down for my guests too. Yeah, oh, yeah. It, it was it was a blessing. Didn't have enough tickets for everybody. People just thought I automatically <laughs> right. signed for ten million, but uh, it was ten thousand. <laughs> so no, nah, you know. But you know, having having that that that, that pressure was kind of good too. Just know people that wanted to support you. Yeah. So you know, I tried to spread the tickets evenly, but at the end of the day, it was a, a blessing just to be um, ten miles from my house. Yeah,
2: and that's what I would say. I think it's every kid's dream to obviously suit up in the league and play for your hometown. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. I, I'm a, I'm a Warriors fan, even when we suck. So, you know, I, I got born and raised in Oakland. So yes, I would have loved tough, to have a Warriors Warrior fan. days, but you know, <laughs>
0: they, they made it up significantly yeah, absolutely. over these last uh 10 years, I would say.
2: And then, so, and then obviously I want to talk about, um, you know, in my opinion, which obviously you'll, you could break down more and more later, um, a big moment, uh, you played in Detroit, mm-hmm. right? And you won an NBA championship. Right. And that was with the, uh, the team with... Well, it's funny because, you know, I remember it obviously more clear than any of these young kids are going to remember it. Mm-hmm. But that team in particular... Was a team you would say didn't have a superstar? You know that's why that was right. kind of your guys's identity. It was a well balanced yeah. group. Yeah, yeah. You with uh, with Chauncey and Tayshawn and Big Rasheed, ben, Big Ben, yeah. like things like that. Would you agree? That's a pretty accurate deal. Or I mean, because again, no, I was. think it was. You know, I think it was one of the most well balanced teams I I saw. You know, and um, I just curious on you know. Your your perception
0: of it, no, you lived you, it. You, you no, know, you're you're right. You know, I think that team ball on the offense and defensive end is kind of a lost arc. You know, when it comes to just um, helping each other, talking the, mm-hmm. the regular basic fundamentals that it takes to to control a game, and um, you know. The NBA's changed since we won in 2004, yes. so don't right. get this mistake <laughs> in. I might look a little young like I can still play, but I can't. I just run north and south, no east you and west. You in good move. shape, bro. Yeah, what this, you mean, man? I, 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 yeah, I stick to this. I don't go outside my element, though. We ref it up and down. But, you know, that ball was physical, too. Maybe not yeah. like the bad boys of the 80s, but uh, we had a, it was a commitment that you have to have with everybody on the same page and that that really worked for us you know nobody was bigger than the team yeah larry larry was pretty good of uh, emphasizing that he wasn't really my typical my my you know um my the type of coach i actually wanted to play right. for but right. when he has that success and you've seen what he's done in championships you know the, the college success i was mm-hmm. like let me shut my mouth <laughs> and show them that I'm just going to come ready to work right. every day. Right. And luckily, you know, I uh, you know, we didn't know that was going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we definitely didn't. We made some crucial trades within that season getting Rashid in there and yeah. Mike James and you know, um, Chucky Atkins had to leave. Yeah. Right? And, and uh, Bob Sewer And they were good. Very, right. very yeah, good. Yeah, I remember. Hubert Davis was there for, you know, having – I really had relationship with, with these guys because we're on the bench and we're – And know. like Tayshon at that time, wasn't that like his sophomore
2: year or something like that? Or, or, I, was, I think young. he was pretty young. He, he was, he was, was young, a kid. And yeah. that's
0: who I used to sub in. You know, I used to give him a breather, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I used to spell him. I used to just come in and just try to be a high-energy player. Right. Absolutely. Limited minutes. Your role has to be high energy, make an impact on the game mm-hmm. while you're in there and then uh, come back to the bench and cheer the other guy back on. <laughs> <laughs> but clearly it works. So, it worked, I mean, you man. got,
2: you got a, ch- hey, you got a championship out of it. And we, we both know there's a yeah. lot of, a lot of brothers who had great careers who couldn't even get that, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So that yeah. that's clearly something that's fortunate to be a part of. I just think, I mean, that was a, obviously would it be in the finals right now? We'll talk more about that later, but I'm just saying it's, it's great to have someone from your perspective kind of sit down and, and kind of break it all down. Right so right, then, yeah. you know, outside of the NBA and, and you know, did you, did you want to touch base on maybe your, your high school and, and collegiate side of things a little bit?
0: Well, I am uh, yeah, no problem. I am originally from Los Angeles, California. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I've been a California kid forever. Um, I went to Crenshaw before that. I went to a couple schools that you might not heard of. Well, one you have Culver city. You have not But when we come to Westchester, West I was Chester, there yeah. ninth grade. They yep. definitely have a, uh, a rich history in basketball along with Crenshaw and mm-hmm. manual arts, which were, you know, some city certified high schools that had, you know, the, uh, the, the state and city titles to back it up. Yep. And, Once I left Westchester, I tried to say, you know, I tried to move around and see what school would be right for me. Just me wanting to play varsity as a sophomore and knowing Westchester was going to, you know, come back and repeat. Went to a school, thought I was, I said, you know what, it's time for some elevate the competition. (laughs) You know, I didn't want to sell myself short. And that first school that came up was Crenshaw. Actually, it was the second school. Dorsey was the first school because it was closer to my house. My mom was kind of intimidated sending me to Crenshaw. Right, right, right. Knowing the history. I mean, yeah, you know? especially
2: during that time. Yeah, early you know, 90s, that era was, it's, it's, yeah. it was
0: It was hectic. So yeah. uh, just, you know, we got through that. And, you know, that team prior to us coming at Crenshaw, they were all seniors. So mm-hmm. Crenshaw really had to, you know, reload. Yeah. And they needed to do it fast, not knowing that all of us would be coming from different areas. Chris Johnson coming from Montclair Prep, myself coming from Culver City, a couple other guys coming from Westchester, Mm -hmm. um, Compton High, L.A. High. So it was just a it was a nucleus that gelled right at the right time. That's cool. And, uh, you know, with a growth spurt from. (laughs) <laughs> you know myself didn't it didn't hurt at the same time grew right. a couple of inches from my sophomore to my junior year, and uh we came with a team that uh, happened to you know we had some breaks we yeah. ended up you know winning some we lost some things but we 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 gelled at the right time, end okay. up winning city and state uh and that was that was special for me, not even knowing what was gonna happen in that year, yeah, and this us fighting through. Some you know you know just it, just showing a grit. We were very gritty, and uh, that happened to work for us at the end of the day. That's what's up. And man. we we came out with a city and state, and everybody played their role. And coaches did a great job, and we ran a a, a mean a mean press. <laughs> the rover the rover yeah. defense. We'll trap right. you on the sidelines. We'll just egg you in and making that pass on the sideline, and we'll trap you and that ended up getting a lot of teams rattled. And we used to beat teams by 70 points. So bro. Um, it, it was an experience that I sometimes thinking to stay in the zone, like, you know, that was really nice, right. you know, a really great experience. How yeah, We had bro. to just go out and give it your all. And a lot of kids just, you know, these days you don't get to see that as yeah. much. And um, just to see that and wanting to see that more these days from kids, you know, Go until you get tired, get get your break and come back in. Right. You know, don't think that you have to save yourself um, you know, for the fourth and third quarter. If you feel you got to save yourself to get in shape, you know, work out and uh be able to see we we ran offense and defense. You we, the ball would change so quick. So right. you had to be in shape. We used to run the beaches in the sand. So I know in Sacky, we don't have no sand, but that's not <laughs> that's not excuse. It's enough. It's enough stadiums up here. Sex right. City, you yeah, know, yeah. sex, run run these stairs, man. <laughs> go go get your legs right, man. Do sit on the wall at the house and do some squats, right. you know. It's no, a lot of no things. Excuse. Right, no excuses. There's a lot of <laughs> things you can do without anybody looking at you. That's where the real true winners are made of. Do stuff when nobody's watching. I love that, man. <laughs> so
2: then I wanted to talk about your experience so of course okay so update you guys as well he's an official now like we alluded to earlier a a referee and you know I want his perspective for sure on that because there's been a lot of just crazy stories with officials as of late especially the past few months I've seen a lot of stories I'm sure you might have heard and seen some yourself Um, so we'll get into that more but you know from your lens of uh, I mean, I'm assuming you played AAU basketball at some point or, you know, right. Yeah, of course. So from playing it, being around it and now officiating it, you know, when you do, cause you know, I know for you, man, you mainly want to get to that collegiate side and beyond. Right. But I'm just saying, what, what do you see? What is your, like what would you take the pros and the cons of AAU basketball as it currently sits? If, if you had to assess it.
0: Well, I mean, I've, been a coach, been a rep, been a parent. Yeah. And every every position can be stressful. Um the parents I feel they make it more stressful by putting themselves into it so much. You mm-hmm. know, you have to let the kids grow. And it might have to be at a time where hey, these AU tournaments are just for the players and coaches. Just to <laughs> just to get a wake-up call from some parents that yeah. Uh, just to overemphasize like who's in charge at the end of the day, okay. and uh, but you know, I don't want to take away from the parents that are good, There's right? Some great right, parents right. out yeah. there who are yes. very supportive. I
2: want to say if you because I, I talk about it on the show too, I do believe it's more good parents than yeah, bad, but it's it just is. it's just the bad ones are the loudest, right? It's <laughs> the few that kill it off for everybody else,
0: but so I, I don't want to um, disregard the great parents that make these tournaments fun you know yeah. um, making sure the kids are well ate they getting the proper rest and they're you know they're being the parents that the, the kids want to see and not only the kids they the, the, the coaches want to see and the refs right so it makes our jobs easier yeah. too and uh being a ref has been a very interesting journey for mm-hmm. for me but it's it's been fun, too, Good. not Good. knowing everything that's going to happen. Yeah. You know, it's only my third year. I'm looking to elevate the college. Yeah. Uh, this year, I'll be going to some more college camps down in L.A. and mm-hmm. Vegas and seeing what, what uh, the future has to offer. Okay. Uh, it's, it's definitely something that I didn't think about doing. <laughs> Somebody will say, hey, Trey, you think about reffing when you get out of from uh, playing professional ball, would have looked at him like, like bro, right, man, like yeah, you know, right. Off, <laughs> no, no zebra suits and all that for me. But right, um, you look down the road and I'm wearing it, and I'm wearing it great with grace and and happiness. You know, I'm yeah. I'm, you have I'm, a great I, attitude, bro. I, you really I, do. I love it just to contact that, the impact I can have on kids, coaches, and parents. You know, some of these. You know, people just know me from just seeing me on TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now it's like I'm here, and a lot of stories is you know what? You can't talk to a lot of NBA players, or XB NBA. They're yeah, just stuck right. up. Yeah. And I always heard that, and I always made that a point to be the opposite of that. I'm always going to be approachable. You always can talk to me. um
2: I definitely vouch for you on that because, you know, I mean, look, look. This yeah, we're here. it's now, gonna man. take some time for me because you know I'm sometimes
0: yeah. I'm everywhere and I'm still adjusting, uh, and 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 trying to you know cross my uh T's and dot my eyes. Yeah. you know, so um, I, I'm I'm a work in progress and this is a craft that I'm I'm trying to top off and see what level I can reach. It would be great whatever level I top at off. You know, I, I I'll top out off at it, yeah. at, but yeah. it was it, the ride and the journey have been great, and that's something that's definitely will have a, uh, a, a forever lasting memory with me. Nice having that um, that that journey, that goal, and that grit to keep going to see where does this end? Yeah, you know. So, but great relationships that happen on the way on on the way to. where my journey is supposed to end which is going to be the top we're not (laughs) we're not gonna settle for nothing less we're we reaching for the top
2: i feel you brother well then tell me this um i want to circle back to to the m to your nba career Mm -hmm. and your road to that championship um obviously like i said there's just not a lot of people you get to sit down and talk to and say Hey, what was it like? What was that road like? Like you know, the practicing, the 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 ups, the downs, the the you know the the intensity of it, the fun of it, right? Mm-hmm. The the travel of it, you know. Um, if you had to summarize it as much as you could, um, obviously you, I'm sure you could say a lot about it. But if you had to summarize, I mean, what was what is your overall take and experience of getting an NBA championship? Like. Cause, cause a lot of my listeners are kids, right? Mm-hmm. Aspiring athletes, things like that. And they, and of course they, they want to know like, what was that like? What did that feel like? What did, you know what I'm saying? So just curious on, on what you have to reflect on that.
0: Winning a championship period is a blessing. And I, I had that feeling in high school, winning two cities and mm-hmm. two states and, um, that moment was was memorable forever, It's cherishable. And when you get in the NBA, even winning that championship, you know any championship you win, is special, yeah, especially yeah, the NBA championship. But what's more important is how you got there. Yes, you know for me. Um, you know being a second round pick that should have been a first round pick getting suspended from school from Cal you know having to sit out 14 games mm-hmm. and having to leave in Fresno State and not know if I should have went to the NBA or not mm-hmm. and uh, going to Fresno State sitting out a year yeah. and you know having these this these this uh, documentary done on us that put a dark cloud over us and it's just it was just problems right, problems right. problems on my way to a championship then you think about when you want to win a championship, then you rewind. It's like doo, 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 doo. you think about everything it took to get there, <laughs> right. and that's where I wrote. That's why I wrote this book. You know, yeah, I was the, gonna talk about that too. From yeah. the Shaw to the Chip, and I was just waiting to do interviews so I can have something to. You know, this different because I said I was gonna yeah, be doing yeah, this, yeah, but of course. once I do in the summer when it kicks off, you know, I will be promoting that more. Mm-hmm. For you know, it's a good story for every level every age mm-hmm. you know junior high high school college and for people that's trying to find themselves after you know yeah. after their professional career um you know it was tough for me because i've tore both of my key leagues and Ouch. after one i was I ready to give one. up <laughs> okay well you're in the same boat man Are we in the same line you're because right we right, definitely right. Can share that because you know <laughs> it's the unknown is seeing how far would your body give you enough to try to read you know Get a hundred percent. It's never going to be a hundred percent, but all you could do is to try to see what level, you know, you mm-hmm. the highest level you could take it. And for me, it definitely was a uh, a journey for that yeah. coming back yeah. off one. You're young, it's cool. Your second one, Man. night night. <laughs> so you know, I got in the league with having torn a tour one, you know, before, yeah. um, but I I definitely changed the way I ate. You know, I changed a lot of other things so I could last a little longer. And it's funny how I played those four years in the league, and then that fifth year, I might have tore my. So it was it was a time where I was really healthy in the league and mm-hmm. having fun, and things were just working. But I committed myself to to try to uh, make sure that you know I gave myself the best chance possible to survive in that in that league. You know, I was one of the first players. Uh, in the D in the well, we was the NBDL back right, in the day, right, the right. D League, yeah, but now yeah. it's the G League. You know, yeah. it's a money grab, Gatorade. <laughs> go ahead, and get a piece of the action too. They know? don't so, know about that. Yeah, yeah exactly. So it, it was is it it's been a journey for that. You know, thinking somebody told me once I signed with Cal would I ever be playing in a D League. I'm like, yeah, what? Right. I'm gonna be a lottery pick. <laughs> so you know, you want to think like that, but you also have to keep facing, know that. Your journey it will change, and you know, just like that. Okay, and you have to. It's all about how you respond. Mm-hmm. You're going to go through a lot of stuff, you know that. Yeah, and of course, playing ball yourself. Yeah, 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 of course. It's just all about how you respond to the adversity. Yeah, and man, I'm telling you, I had enough adversity for me to <laughs> to laugh and then cry it all uh, to, to cry but laugh it all off once you get to your destination. That's you know, some things out there. Yeah, we all gonna have those moments, but exactly. When you can uh, succumb to you, when you can just go about the pressure and say, "Hey, this is what I made. Uh, this I can. I'm built for this." Mm-hmm. Things just uh, you want that challenge to to get you know get going a mm-hmm. little bit, I get like that, that momentum going. You I know? like that. So
2: all right, well, good. I, um, well, let's. Well, we talk. Well, let me slow down understand. my my thoughts. But no, um. I really think it's cool, your journey overall, man, just getting to know you and, and, and how I say your overall attitude, just like what you alluded to, like, because I because I know guys like I'm I have friends of mine who who played in the league and stuff like that, like Robert Swift's a good friend of mine. And, and uh, some someone I went to high school, he won a ring with the Celtics, um, Leon Poe. Oh yeah. Yeah. And he's, you know, he's younger than me a couple years younger, but you know, he's, yeah. he's nice in Boston knows. working for the Celtics right now and stuff, but it's That's like, true. um, yeah. But you know, yeah, the general, I've definitely talked to parents who's kind of alluded to what you said, where it's like trying to talk to an NBA guy. It's like they're very, it can be very difficult. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and I try to, I try to, tell parents both sides of it, right? I said, well, some of these guys, you know, like, for instance, uh, Pedro Stiakovich, when he would come up here, because his son goes to school out here, he goes right. to Jesuit, and sometimes he would play at Hardwood. It's like, you got to keep in mind, when this dude walks in the gym, a million people – want to either take his photo
0: or ask him a question. It it, could be a little overwhelming. overwhelming. And he's a little different, too. You know, he's a sack legend when it comes to the Kings. They're at their best. You know, we played them a couple times. I was with the Clippers, of course. Right. So, yeah, you definitely understand that. So I'm like that different type of, you know, that small, rare percentage where, you know, yeah, I was a, you know, a high school mm-hmm. Southern Cali legend, but then came up to Cal, so a lot of people know then left to Fresno, so right. they see then they don't, and then they see they're like <laughs> he looks like KG he looks like this guy right, right. somebody told me, man, you look like, uh, what's the guy from Milwaukee? Porter, Cle- what's his Oh, name? um, uh, oh, Porter's uh, uh, I know what yeah, you're talking I, about I, though, yeah I, <laughs> I said, oh, wait, wow I, yeah, give me another one, man So right. I've, never, I, I've never, uh, known what to expect when it comes to people and seeing how they, you know, because I had that face, that look, and I looked like a Hooper. Yeah, they you do. You it got, out yeah, I mean, you got the, I, the look. look the I, size, I, I say Tremaine, folks, oh, Cal. So right. a lot of people remember me from Cal, not Fresno. Right. Uh, Fresno is just a small school in Central California that was uh, coached by Jerry Tarcanian and yes, his alma yep, mater. So yep. if you know Jerry, he won the championship with UNLV. Mm hmm in the early 90s i believe it was 90 or 91 yeah so. yeah
2: and he created the amoeba defense yep, and all the that amoeba, stuff yeah amoeba there you yeah, go all used that to stuff. run that bam <laughs> i um well so i wanted to talk to you about some with the new way of college and just your thoughts on it cuz obviously we went to college at a time when you weren't making money like that and now these athletes now with the NIL deal um where basically they can make money, right? Mm -hmm. College athletes can make money. And you have the transfer portal, which, you know, again, it's just a whole new animal that they're trying to maneuver and figure out. You got any thoughts or any, like,
0: opinions on any of that stuff? Well, just for the kids that uh, that's take advantage of this. We didn't yeah. have we didn't have any of we this. Have none of this. <laughs> I, I went I paid the price for both. You mm-hmm. want a transfer I had to sit out a year. Now you can be eligible and transfer. Be eligible that following year. Yep. Um you know, not us not getting paid. I. you know, I had to go outside my my realm of you know, uh, people to get paid, yeah, uh, and, and be taken care of, which hey it wasn't a, the best decision, but you see these decisions that come back to help people the kids later on in the future. So I paid the price was suspended fourteen games, but both of those situations can you can clearly see had an effect on me when mm-hmm. I was in college. So it's good to see give these kids some money. You make enough off of them, so yeah, um, we're not saying get them millions, but you do separate who's bringing in the you know who is the most marketable on the team on down. So yeah. You know, you can't be giving the last man on the bench the same as your, you know, true. No recruit, doubt about you that. You know, your number one recruit. So, <laughs> you know, they definitely. It's still some things that need to be figured out, but at least off top, you know, reward these kids for what they they bring to the university. Yeah, and uh, that right there is fair, and you got to give um, Ed O'Banning a lot of credit. Ed O'Banning was the one who actually brought up this. Yeah. Um right. situation. He's a Pac 10, well, we're gonna say Pac 12 um uh um partner of mine. <laughs> he rivals and they won a championship. that championship. Yep, you know, absolutely, so, man. So yeah, shout out to Ed. You know, they won a championship and they and UCLA definitely got millions and millions from them winning. And I know that at the end of the day, he saw once he was out the league and he saw his face still on the cover of these two K's, these cop the all yeah, these yeah, games. Yeah, I remember all that. Something's got to change or let me bring it up and see if it'll change in the future. Not knowing yeah. that 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 will have as much impact as it that it did as it does now when he said it you never would think that it would come to this now. Yeah. Cause you know, still just kinda up in the air. Yeah, I should get paid, but now they're actually gonna get paid. Yeah, they get to. That's a blessing. So big ups, uh, everybody for the NCA is kinda of allowing that to happen. Yeah, so, you, nah, know. you
2: got um I mean you got some kids making some major money and as they should. Like like you they said, as it. they should because it let's NCAA is uh a very interesting
0: uh business. Yeah. You, you never know what you're gonna get. <laughs> right. With them. So um right now they're they're at least listening. Yeah. So then um
2: before we get into some of the other hot takes and everything like that, you know, you're when you like you said when you were in the league you you decided to focus and change your lifestyle I mean even prior to those things and you know in high school and college I mean let's be real you got to get some genetics on your side right we're tall like you got you know have some natural athleticism but you got to put in work right you got to put in work you got to work on your craft like you said play your role you know have kind of the stars align and everything work out, but I'm just saying how, how dedicated were you were once it really clicked for you, like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to focus in and make this happen.
0: Yeah. That's a good question. I, I really didn't focus in until after college. Mm-hmm. When I saw, I said, I don't want to work right now. a Regular job. Yeah, I, want, yeah. I just need to focus in. And when I, when you have a lot of talent, yeah, Sometimes that takes the place of you working out, but that only lasts so long. Absolutely. And when I saw that, I said, okay, and I, at the same time, you got to see I stayed in school four years from transferring mm-hmm. and having to sit out and everybody's passing me up and yeah. everybody's in their second, third year and the NBA ain't ready to re-up. And right. I'm over here just trying to, you know, scrape the bottom of professional sports period, right. you know, basketball, trying to get a, a job period, yeah. you know. So um, that was a reality check, and then I, you know, I definitely had to tell myself, "Hey, some things that have to change." You know, uh, seeing guys re up for contracts before you even get in there was definitely a humbling, ex- a humbling experience. Um, but I would tell kids just pick your friends wisely, and not saying you have to, you know, go out and handpick anybody, but choose people that are doing the same thing as you that won't throw you off from going to work out and say oh i want to do this oh trey come here with me real right, quick right you want friends that's going to push you to the gym you want friends that's going to say hey trey um hey hey john hey steve hey finish this you know and then you know we can do this you right. want people to commit to what you're doing and, and if um if they're going to be committed to you then don't let them go neither. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You don't want right. to let the good ones go, but you definitely want to pe- put people in their place so they know, you know, what level of seriousness you're, you're, you're on and they can, uh, and it won't be a problem, you know, and people going to surprise you and say, Hey, let's go, uh, let's go work out and lunch on me when they see, you know, your focus. You know, other people would tend to gravitate towards you to help you out instead yeah. of kind of not not being a a distraction or you know it would you know. But people uh, people have other stuff to do, yeah, so yeah, you just no want doubt. people that's kind of doing the same thing or want to help you push you to your goals. I like that, I like and uh, that, that that would be my advice for the the the, the high schoolers right now, mm-hmm. definitely junior high, high school because the influence is big right now. Yeah. And I'm like, man, you know, parents. We definitely got to stay on their kids, but we we not around them 24 seven. So the influence is a lot of times outside our our, our doors, All our right. home. You know, yeah, so absolutely. Uh, we you definitely want them to be in the same. Uh, you definitely want them with kids uh, that's on the same level. Right. I like that. he's on fire. I like that, man. Oh, so you <laughs> got the little the little scratch mix <laughs> yeah, in here. Of course, huh? man. I like that. I like that. I
2: um. Well, then. Uh, last, well, I guess, like I said, last thing I and I did want to allude and talk to about that more before we move on to everything else was uh, your book. You know, you, you like you said, you came up with a book. Uh, I saw you just recently put it online, right? Um So yep, I just, yep. you know, if you wanted to put it out there and let people know about it, let them check it out. I wanted you to talk about it or you know just say hey here's my book check it out if you want well
0: and- well look that's I'm, I'm glad you said um thank you for that the book y'all is this is we are we just audio or are we recording too we recording we, this we've oh, yeah, yeah. We been recording this whole time yeah we're recording uh, i would have been if i would have been interviewing like this man, <laughs>
2: man, from,
0: from the shaw to the chip we were recording now, the whole time oh uh, it's all good from the shaw to the chip man <laughs> so from the shaw to the chip it's the from crenshaw to the championship, not only with Crenshaw, but with Detroit, mm-hmm. you know, t- uh, tapping out at the NBA at the highest level. Yeah. You know, that's a story. You know, I had this The crazy part about this is, you know, I got a shirt, too, for you, too, that I got to press up, but I got it all. Oh, get I appreciate size. that, man. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, I got you. Um, one thing about this story was I wrote this book 10 years ago. hmm No computer, just notepad. Right, right. pad, And a notepad yeah, had, yeah. About, had about um, – Fold oh, binders had about four of them just, yeah they, yeah, just yeah yeah took it to la had a box with my videotapes and everything make a long story short it got stolen out the car oh damn i lost lost energy to just yeah, you know, yeah somebody steals tough. a book you're not gonna be like oh no problem let me yeah, just yeah, come yeah. Right. <laughs> i'll just write a whole one yeah, well, tomorrow and that's, and that's your life man like that, that's yeah.
2: you're reflecting on your life yeah that's... He,
0: he took that that took a lot out of me and after that i focused on other things But God is good. He came full circle around. And one thing that people will—you'll tap into your inner self, time Sometimes at your, you know, your lowest point. Mm -hmm. I would say during that pandemic, when um, you're feeling like you're confined to spaces and you can't leave. Yeah. You know. They telling you stay in the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, 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 you're not in a mansion no more. So you are <laughs> in a little two, or three bedroom apartment. <laughs> right, it right. Things can get small, you know, for a guy in my <laughs> right, size. at right, so right. I'm like, oh man. So I'm, you know, you only can go outside so many times and walk around the block. And, and I said, you know, I need to put my mind at ease on something that I need to let off my chest. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? Let me tell this story again. I'm always telling. People about the Kobe Bryant story, they want to know about this and that. Yeah, Detroit, they want to know about Chauncey. If, if I'm in Detroit, if I'm in with the Clippers, they want to know about <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lamar Odom. Right, right, of course. Elton Brand. So a lot of players, not only me, I've been around a lot of people that other people want to know yeah, about. Yeah, of course, yeah. So I said, why not kill two birds with one stone? So I wrote this book. It'll be out this weekend. Nice. If you want to get some more detail, tap in to my IG at Trey folks. And
2: I and I will have links attached to the description on YouTube and on the audio side to his to his social media and to um his book and things like that. So, you know, yeah. download it check him out, check out his journey. You guys will all, you'll get all that information.
0: Yeah, He'll, he'll, he'll take care of you. You know, you don't play, baby. So definitely it's, it's been a blessing. And once I promote this book, mm-hmm. I'm really going to get into the other book that I wrote, which okay. is called more than a champion mm-hmm. that hits the mental awareness, uh sector of athletes and especially for retired basketball athletes, such as myself that hit a, Sometimes hit a brick wall, yeah. you know, and have to find an outlet for them to be to survive and yeah. and, and be able to have an impact. You yeah. know, a lot of players don't have impacts uh, after they leave the game. You're right, and a lot of stress and mental, um, you know, is they're just not in a good place.
2: People forget we're human sometimes, right? right. You they, know what I mean? They think, exactly. they definitely forget uh yes. that we got. You know, we got bills and shit. We got kids. We got, oh, we got life it's just like everybody else. You know what I'm saying?
0: All of that. Yeah, exactly. You hit it right on the nail. So um, for me, that didn't make a lot of money. I had to adjust, you know, with life after basketball mm-hmm. and had to go go back to school somewhat. And, you know, not, and it, well, I had to finish out my yeah, credits. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, a person that's changed degrees, you know, I mean, uh, um, I've changed majors. Yeah. Uh, two, three times. So, you know, it's been a journey, Uh, but I'm here full circle to give what I know and my knowledge out Uh, to some, uh, to the game that once brought me a lot of success. Mm-hmm. And when it doesn't bring you a lot of success, you kind of push the game away and don't want to have nothing to do with it. And that's typical for an average athlete sometimes when they don't get the career that they wanted. I right. feel like that too. Sometimes you're mad at the world, but um, you have to spend some time by yourself and kind of meditate and, and kind of try to and find yourself and yeah. see what you really want to be, uh, position you want to be put in or find yourself like in. That. And uh, it was a blessing that I did. It wasn't anything that I said I was always going to ref, but now I see my impact and what I can have on this game in a different way that I ever could imagine being yeah. away from the game and dribbling the ball. And this is something that I said, hey, I'm going to try to, Work this to the wheels fall off. Nice. <laughs> well, you guys check
2: that out. Like I said, links for that will be in description. And, well, I want to move on to the hot takes because uh, we got some good, fun stuff to talk about and react to. So definitely want you guys to stay tuned for that one. So. Got hot takes. The first one I want to talk about. Uh, a lot of people might uh, know, obviously. Well, obviously, hopefully everyone knows. It's the finals going on right now. It's the Warriors, yeah, Boston. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Draymond has been a very interesting character this whole playoffs and and finals. And yes, I'm not mad at it. You know what I mean? He's he's right, yeah. holding on to his 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 15 minutes, and he's making it happen. You know the mm-hmm. the thing I wanted to talk to you about because I you know I you you've played. In the game and at those levels, and he, you know, he—I don't know if you saw when he said this take, but you know, he talked about the '80s and the '90s era, and you know how it's always compared. And I think you got—I think your era is a very interesting era because the early 2000s was kind of that in-between transition era, you know what I mean? So I think your perspective is very. Unique in that regard because the '80s was its own thing. We know that, you know, there was the Bird, the Showtime Lakers, all this at The '90s Jordan, right? It just was Jordan. And then you go to the early 2000s, Shaq and Kobe era. You know, what I mean, you you were in the and that's when you know AI and you know arguably one of the best draft classes and all, all that, all those fun barbershop talks. But you know, he said he said. um you know, everybody says, like, oh, we couldn't play in the 80s and 90s because of the physicality. And then his, you know, he said, you know, you weren't the one that was going to knock me out. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like mm-hmm. that, someone else was going to knock me out. It wasn't going to be you. And then, of course, he said, well, you can't play in our era because you have to be more skilled. You know, obviously, Stephen Curry has changed the game. The three-point shooting, there's yeah, so many analytics. It, it, we just know the game is so different. We know this. Um I was curious your thoughts on kind of all that—the errors and the comparing the errors and all the talk and all that stuff. What what do you see?
0: Um, this era is uh, the most interesting era. Of course, as time goes, things get more and more interesting. I thought our era kind of uh, was a um, an era that made we we made an era of being ourselves and a change in the culture we changed the culture and AI was a big part of that. Yeah. When I say culture to dress codes and tattoos. Yes. <laughs> I was Our era was more sure. of that, you know, hardcore, just rock with it type of just style. And, you know, and that's, you know, had to come to an end when David Stern said, we got to start dressing. You guys got to start dressing apart. And I, I, I understood that because, you know, we were taking that generation was kind of taking the league by storm. Yeah. And a lot of old players didn't kind of feel that you know you know um, how that transition was was happening so fast. So um, you know I'm like, hey, I'm with it too. So I started getting tattoos. <laughs> Once I, I said, I make right. the second year, I'm gonna get them right with AI. So AI right. inspired me. You know, I said, but let me make sure I'm I got a guaranteed contract before all these tattoos, because everybody didn't have tattoos at that time in the NBA. So I was just loving tattoos, and just, you know, that was an NBA thing right there was just trying to be noticeable with your physical appearance and look. Uh, these days, it's the game has changed. You know, uh, very stylish kids, very talented kids. Yes. The game is changing with bringing the overseas talent in, uh, they're bringing more and more overseas talent, which doesn't give a lot of guys that have put in their college work the best opportunity. But if they're going to start adding teams to the G League and getting um, teams uh, with guys from the United States opportunities, I'm definitely with it. Uh, shoot, for all I for all, I would like to see another. Uh, league. I would like to see another league yeah. out in the states. Um, you know, it's a lo- basketball's at its highest uh, right right now. For you know, the point for people to elevate the game is making billions m- of dollars. Uh, the market is crazy right now. You're right for for basketball, and um, you know, you uh, we've seen. Guys like, you know, we've seen the JBL. Oh, ball yeah, ball yeah, with, yeah. With, with but that, ball, was, just, but that was for the boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was just for him. But I, if you could see that started that quick. man, whenever you actually put yeah. a real league together and be solid and guys can at least make 50000 Yeah. Nothing. You know, I was in the G League. I was getting paid. It was a 12, 12, 15, 18. So you were player level C. You're getting 12. B fifteen, A eighteen. I mean, mm-hmm. you couldn't even get yourself an apartment. Out yeah, of yeah, That's oh why yeah. You start to work just a job. Left, yeah, yeah, and went overseas. You had to leave yeah. if you knew you weren't team wasn't going to playoffs. Your thing was to go overseas. You yeah, know, go to Philippines, go to China, mm-hmm. Japan, and get some money. So, um, I just like to see them just put some effort like they do in the NBA to to other aspects of the game and getting it more um, global away from the NBA, just give mm-hmm. some other opportunities for these guys that can't go overseas yeah. neither. Just, i just like to see expand. Another league would be nice. Yeah, I if agree. we see the big three for yeah. five years, yeah, come yeah, on, yeah. you tell me you can't start another league. I agree with that. If we give giving big three all this pub, and it's just a big three. These guys is 50 years old. They my age. and yeah. 40 years old. I need a ref in that league, matter of <laughs> fact. Let me call my my my, my pub assistant, you know. But anyway, yeah, I'd no, I, I I like, like to that. see that. I would like to see them expand. And give some of these guys some the opportunities. So
2: it was funny. We'll uh, Joe just texted me. Um, funny enough, uh, your championship uh, was uh, today. That's what he said. He just texted me. He, uh, ball his life said so, uh, this was
0: your team oh wow yeah <laughs> just realized wow, that was a that was a year ago today huh? yep. wow. yeah
2: that's funny man i didn't even realize that but yeah it was today wow. 18 years ago to 18 years 18 years ago yeah, today yeah, that time flies Yep, <laughs> you guys beat the lakers super team
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah came up on the championship ring that year and not Bites, even knowing man. that broke up the Lakers and the rest is history. Yeah, and, uh, man, that's the rest crazy. Of Kobe, I love him. He was one <laughs> of the only cast that yeah, actually um, came up to me after the game, you know, um, and said, "Congratulations, you finally made it." You yeah. know, He's got some history with you know having um, my jersey on, you know, which is part of the story when mm-hmm. he was uh, played on Moesha. He yeah. was the character I remember. Hightower that. Yeah. Crenshaw. yeah. yeah with that 44, which was my number. And, you know, (laughs) so he had some tie-ins and, you know, and, and, you know, knew about the Crenshaw history. And for him to actually come up to me after a game in Bakersfield, Lakers and Clippers always play their preseason games in Bakersfield. yeah. And for him to, you know, I'm talking to moms and him to come up to me and say, congratulations, or, congratulations you finally <laughs> <proudly laughs> made it. You know, I'm like, oh, thanks, Kobe. That's I great, appreciate babe. it. Like, keep That's, working. Yep. And I'm the older one. Kobe's the <laughs> He's been already there. Right, right. That's true. Uh, it's 96, and this was in 2002. Kobe already been in the league six years. Yeah, man. So – that's crazy. Uh, he he was a he was a youngster in age, but a uh, uh, he 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 was a gangster old man <laughs> with, when he on that court. So. Exactly.
2: we all know that. Props and
0: uh, you know, much love to uh, Mamba, man. Of course, rest yes. in peace
2: always. I, um, well, I want to talk about uh, you know the NBA at right now with the Warriors in Boston. That series is obviously um. I, th- I feel that this playoffs and this finals has actually been a good good year of basketball, you know what I mean? It hasn't been – of course, there's been some lopsided games and things like that, but overall, it's just had a good atmosphere and feel, you know what I'm saying? And um, do you have – I mean, for you, it's always funny when I – especially with uh, NBA players because you guys know it, but do you have a favorite team? Do you Are you a Laker fan? Or are you still Clippers fans that you uh, play for them? Do you, or are you just kind of a player fan at no, this that's, point?
0: that's pretty much, you know, I'm always going to root for my California teams. Okay. Um, of course, I'm going to go with Detroit, the Clippers. Right. You know, I didn't play with Indiana long enough for me to just <laughs> ride with them like like that, but I am a Cali, Cali boy, so I'm always going to go for the Kings, All the right. Lakers if they in the playoffs. Okay. Um, definitely the, you know, Warriors Clippers. Nice. Um, but I just like to see good basketball. And you asked me, I want all the playoff games to go seven games. Yeah. I want to, see right. I want to go, I want to go three, three and the last man standing wins. Yeah. Just being in that situation and seeing it all. I want the fans to get their full money's worth too. You know, I wanted to go all the way to the end. let all everybody right. rest after the <laughs> season is over, but this is good basketball. Um, you know, it's definitely exciting to see some of this magic happen out there, you know, with these uh, these group of guys. Yeah. And uh, seeing some guys represent where you once stepped on the same floor as, you know, they did with Jalen Green being mm-hmm. the ex-Cal guy. And uh, uh, just seeing the growth of players, you know, as far as Tatum. Yeah. You know, it's even good to see uh, uh, Peyton. Yeah, you yeah. Know, Barry Payton Jr. Yeah. I'm, a, good, I'm a huge junior balling. You know, fan of his story and his journey. Right. You know I what love I mean? Stories yeah. And uh, you know, maybe when he see and read my book, it might inspire him to <laughs> do a book, because <laughs> right. I wanna know a lot of guys' stories that I don't uh, that I'm interested in that, yeah. you know, you watch you watch play and say, Oh, he finally there, just like people tell me, yeah. he finally there. Well that finally means there's a story behind exactly. that. You know, exactly. story comes with that. So um i'm not the only story i know that i'm going to inspire a lot of people because it, it once i was inspired i kept hearing you're always going to hear that talk of what you inspired of because it's, it's the energies in the air so once i say i'm gonna write a book i'm hearing books here books there <laughs> books i read this right. i read that so <laughs> the energy's gonna come around and i like to hear a lot of stories uh and i i might have to ask guys that i want stories i want to hear have to try to you know, uh be all you know, help 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 them write that. You right. Know? So that might be a, I might be, you know, com- uh creating their own uh, source of income for myself by getting these other guys to you know nah, get these right. stories yeah, out here, man. You're right. They, they I wanna they hear a be. lot of stories and I'm I might just have to go out and reach and pull them in and create, you know, some Well, you're a part of that brotherhood, so mm-hmm. that
2: helps give you that insight. It's like, you know, that's a huge reason why I created this podcast was simply just mm-hmm. to get people, my guest stories out, yeah, yeah. but also show how basketball is really like a universal language. And on mm-hmm. top of that, because I'm mainly talking to kids and youth and parents in AAU mm-hmm. and the the bulk of AAU basketball is honestly a lot of parents and kids that don't know the journey. You know what I mean? Cause that's, that's what I think is the most important part is the journey. Yeah. And, yeah. and because a lot of people this is how i describe it anyway. A lot of people look at athletics and mainly basketball and mainly say basketball and football. Um, they look at it in a very mountain type of view, and this is what I mean. They're at the bottom of the mountain. Mm-hmm. They see the top. Mm-hmm. They forget there's a mountain. You know what I mean? They mm-hmm. just see the top. They're like, oh, that's going to be me. Yeah. They forget there's a mountain. Whether you go up the mountain slow or whether you go up that fast, it's still it's a mountain. Still still there. And so that's how I like to give people stories like yourself because you guys can tell them, you know, give a little bit of insight, like, okay, this was my journey. This is the steps that I took, the the good, the bad, and, and what helped me get there, you know. And, yeah, do you need a little bit of luck, a little bit of this, the right timing, things, you know, going your way, put in work, athleticism, speed, blah, 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 blah. The list goes on. There's a bunch of variables. But I just think it's good knowledge for people to know. So, yeah, I, I more or less – You know, the superstars, the LeBron James, the Kevin Durant, the uh, Russell Westbrooks, the list goes on and on. The superstars, their stories are always going to be out there. Right. Mm -hmm. But those are the the special ones. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? The truly Kobe Bryant's, the the truly special ones. Um, But everybody has a story, Mm -hmm. you know. Right. And I just felt I always felt I wanted if I had the opportunity, I wanted to provide that platform. You know what I mean?
0: That's good. No, that's very impressive. i give you a lot of props. Big ups to you on that. Uh, and that's part of the uh, the whole process. You know, the the media always wants to know what's going on with the, the, the higher archie guys, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. and they just want to follow them through the good, the bad, and the ugly. There right. are so many stories that i missing. You know, if you look at me, I might've made a million or two, but you look at Delonte West, who's made a lot. So they're going to oh, follow his yeah. ups and downs. And it's why you following all these downs There's so many other players that are on the way up mm-hmm. from coming down, you know, and those are stories that I'm trying to get people out there to listen. You know, I'm just a small percentage, you know, I'm just a story, but it's a lot of guys story. Like it's uh, similar to mine. I agree. And this is this um, this would make, the the landing you know from you know adjusting to life after basketball a little you know it'll be a little bit more smoother so um that's what i'm trying to do man i'm just trying to change the narrative a little bit so uh it won't be so much shell shock you know when you know um reality hits and uh and just to have the right people in your corner when it comes down to it so everything that I've been through I've been through it twice <laughs> three times and forever so
2: um I appreciate that big time I I wanted to so I want to do a quick video reaction mm-hmm. I have a video from uh, T, uh TYT Sports which is uh, the Young Turks um they're a, a independent YouTube news channel or whatever but it's um cuz I wanted to talk switch gears and talk about referees being attacked, or you know, violence against officials and all the fighting and stuff like that. I mean, let's you know, I, a couple of things before you saw it's like a little quick four minute video, but um, you know, this is more for the audience out there, those listening. You know, like, mo- most people ain't gonna attack you. <laughs> let's just keep it real here. It, you, you, for one, you got a great attitude, two, um, you're 6'8 brother. It's just, again, most people ain't looking to fight six eight brothers um mm-hmm. <laughs> but we do know parents there are some dads and just some parents out there that take things way too far um and again let me also make this disclaimer that we do i firmly am in this and people have been watching the show and know the show i do think that's the minority that is not the majority of people but they are out there unfortunately um i just uh I, I hate to see it. You know what I mean? Like you just hate to see it because it's just turning it's it's making the jobs scarce, it's making kind of a huge resentment. Officials are feeling like, you know, is this worth it? Things like that. Even like officials who've been doing it, you know, 15, 20 years, things like that. I mean, high high quality officials mm-hmm. they're 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 just like completely turned off from, you know, wanting to deal with youth. You know, they'll still deal with high school, varsity high school. Uh, college level and obviously beyond but but we really need but you know we really need them more in youth because youth dominates uh as far as the sheer numbers so i wanted you to check out this video kind of react to it a little bit give your thoughts on it and give your perspective so play it for you real quick mm-hmm. a video mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you're gonna see they're talking at first and then basically this dad starts videotaping this ref and they just it <laughs> gets from one thing to another he said something to him
1: at an AAU game in the state of Indiana a brawl broke out on the court it was in Indiana
2: so I figured he went It's a women's game, too. Oh, wow. Slams him on the ground.
0: Oh, that's unfortunate right there.
2: Obviously, I separate him after, after that.
1: After a referee gets taken down UFC-style, all combatants are separated. It was a wild scene that we have, unfortunately, taken in one too many times. Mm-hmm. Brawls breaking out at youth sporting events ticked off parents, frustrated referees, a feeling of animosity, with kids just wanting to compete. Here's the backstory via local media. The altercation occurred at the prime Midwest event at the Pacers Athletic Center during a game between Baylor basketball. And Indiana Elite. Baylor trailed 34-12 with 16 seconds left in the first quarter when its coach began arguing with the referee over a call. The ref issued a technical foul, at which time the coach told her team to pack their bags and leave, despite the game being in the first quarter. And as you could see, the game had just begun. With at the time of the slap, as it said previously. 16 seconds remaining in the opening frame. Meanwhile, as the team decided to leave the floor, the referee continued to make his case with the team as a spectator appeared within feet of the referee, taking video in the referee's face. It's unclear whether the spectator said anything, but the video shows the referee punching the spectator, which prompts a Baylor player to come at the ref throwing punches. Another spectator joins to attack the referee, who is then flipped and lands on the court as the player continues to punch him. It appears to show the man in green allegedly did say something. However, does it warrant this referee acting the way he did in response Of course not, no. (laughs) The man with the cell phone video then body slammed the official on the court, which allowed multiple people, including the player, to get a few more shots in on the ref while he was down before others came to the official's defense and separated the bunch. The event staff removed the involved parties from the remainder of the tournament and will not welcome them back to future events management at Pacers athletic center said in a statement we are disappointed that this altercation happened as we strive to provide a great experience for families the center's statement added that the altercation happened during a third party event company's tournament that was hosted in our building
2: so yeah Yeah. what 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 do you think about all this craziness going on with officials and stuff like that I mean I'm you know, obviously it's bad. I just think it's all around bad. But, you know, <laughs> there's obviously layers to it. You know, even in that instance, um, a guy videotaping and then the ref slapping him. He hit him first, no doubt. But you could clearly see the dude said something to him. It's just, I don't know. It just, what what's what's your take of all this crazy?
0: Uh, it's, it's been a little while ever since the pandemic hit and, you know, we just got a lot of people stressed out before they even come to the game. So that's no excuse. I'm not going to let that be the main reason and give them an excuse for that. But um, parents, um, you know, have to understand that they got to protect the kids as first before anything. And that's just making sure. And I'm talking about injury. Just making sure the game is played the right way. The kids are not talking smack, um, you know. If anybody's injury, we're injured, we are making sure we are um, safety first and you just making sure we just have a clean game yeah. and stop worrying about the little things that get blown out of proportion to be big things. I mean, it looks like refs need security sometimes at these places, but if this calls for, you know, um, you know whoever has to fund for, Uh, security at locations then that's what it has to come to just to make sure things are protected but uh it's unfortunate i posted things on my page you know and said refs need security and it's not the first it won't be the last time but it can be controlled to a certain extent and that's going to take uh you know uh, people to speak up you know the aau organizations and um the, the organization is going to have to come together and say, hey, we want this type of game to be ran. We have to do X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And uh, that would be good to see some change in the right direction and wanting to protect the kids. Because once the parents and the rest get into it, I mean, you're just leaving the kids open to happen. Well, you don't know yeah. what's going to happen. So yeah. we push them to the side to, to do some – Grown up beef, we too old for that right now. And uh it's getting we gotta set put our emotions to the side and just get back to the regular just play a good hard nosed game of basketball, just like when we were playing outside before AU yeah. being on a blacktop all day. Yeah. You know, wasn't no parents and no refs, you know. and You just played. You played and you had to your own you had to handle your own beef. And, yeah. And it wouldn't get too far out of hand because everybody's just so competitive. You just wanted to win and go home, eat and go to sleep. You know, <laughs> It's different now these days. Uh, hopefully, you know, things can change. I'm always uh, optimistic, you know, and seeing some change. And I'm always going to push for, um, you know, um, a, a better situations than what it is right now. So I, bu- I agree with you, man. Like, let
2: me ask you this do you do you think when things like that get out of hand is that a reflection cuz like I can only say for myself I'm I'm very big on my teams and my parents being a reflection of my organization you know things like that with YBA and me you know me being director, co-director, whatnot, and, and at this point, people are like, you know, you're the face of YBA, blah, blah, blah. I don't really mm-hmm. worry or get into all that. But I'm just saying, like, when I take my teams to events, I try to make sure my parents understand, like, Hey, we, we act in a certain way, you know, even if it gets heated and competitive, we don't, you know, don't badger officials. Hey, you can disagree with them or, you know, say, Oh man, that's okay. Like leave it at that. Shut up. But you know what I mean? Like I, I really am on my parents and kids to hold themselves in a professional way. Right. Because Mm -hmm. what I'm thinking is if I'm teaching him this at fourth and fifth grade, when he's in high school about to get hopefully recruited by a college he will have all the necessary skills and know the way to act. And the parents will know the way to act mm-hmm. to where this kid doesn't compromise his potential opportunity, right? He or she's opportunity. Mm-hmm. Do you think coaches need to take more accountability when their parents or are, are these type of things happen before they, especially yeah. for the organizations?
0: Yeah. Everybody, uh, if you have grown up, you got to take some type of responsibility. So uh, it doesn't have to do with one person. Everybody has to, you know, put their two, their two cents in and you know um try to make this thing work you know it's, it's everybody has to uh have input in a positive way and you know bring forth you know change for the better
2: yeah well then um what i wanted to talk to you about was if you had any thoughts on this one because this is always a hot hot bed topic um kids reclassing right that's a it's a huge thing going on right now. You got a lot of kids, you know, um, parents reclassing their kids. I mean, you have, uh, you know, there's there's literally 16-year-olds in the 7th grade and stuff at this point. And my whole take, I mean, I've been very consistent on this. Hey, teach is on. Everyone has their own journey. Who I can't tell you what is right or what's wrong. I just think it's a slippery slope. Let me just put it like that because, you know um, – this is like a scenario I brought up uh your kid is now a 20 year old sophomore junior right and he wants to holler at a 15 year old freshman you know but they're in high school oh, but you know I see you know, I see, cool. you know yeah, what I mean like that's, that's too, yeah that's that's where it gets dangerous you know what I'm saying and and just how the physical bodies, like when you have these 15 16 year olds playing in seventh grade going against these 13 year olds they get legit hurt because there's just so much physically bigger and stronger of course you're anomalies where you got some kids who just have man bodies like a LeBron James at, at age 14 15 but you know nowadays it's it's so common it's it's borderline dangerous to me and I I say hey if you got to reclass a kid one year because of academic reasons and because you know maturity reasons and all that that's fine I just don't I don't know mm-hmm. I I don't see at the collegiate level, all the most dominant players are like these 22-year-old reclasses that were held back three times and all that stuff. I just don't see the overall benefit of it. So I just think if you do it, just do it for the right reasons. That's all. So I didn't know if you had any thoughts or anything on that one.
0: Uh, That one's a little bit too slippery for that. I'm going to keep it real um, surface level and say if you're able to play – um, be eligible you should be eligible in high school uh to your 19 yeah. you know and that's that's it for me in 2021 20 that's just too too uh, that's just too much of eligibility for that that age um but you know I, I i wouldn't let anybody they shouldn't be able to slip past two years you know um you shouldn't be in ninth and being 12 12 you know 12 grade age would be in ninth grade so i would say two years and that's, that's about where I would just take it without going too far into it would be to two years for, uh, you know, to reclassify. No more than two years. 16 and 18, that's about top off. Yeah. 14, 16. Yeah. So I won't take it too deep there. I just wouldn't like to see them give too much, uh, you know, uh, leeway to letting people reclassify after two years. Yeah,
2: no, I agree with that, man. It's just um That's it. Just to me, it can be a slippery slope, but, you know, hey, to each his own. And then my last question for you, there's a lot of AAU programs popping up all over the place at this point. You know, AAU basketball is like everybody jumping on board. You know, I want a team. I want a team. You know, everybody's making teams and stuff like that. Um, Do you think AAU basketball is kind of losing its competitive edge? Do you think it's getting so – Kind of opened up to where it's borderline becoming wreck because I so there's some teams and some levels I just call it competitive wreck you know what I mean it's 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 um that's what it's becoming because I know again when I played AU basketball and I graduated in 2001 right so um you know growing up in Oakland and playing at that time it was really competitive and elite and and I'm not saying it's still not because it is it's you got the shoe circuit levels and you got all that great stuff. I am a big proponent of AAU basketball. I'm just saying, is it becoming too big? You know what I mean, to where it's hard to distinguish what is the elite and what is just normal average. <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: Um, no, you're right. It's it's becoming watered down. Um, everybody and their mama got an AAU team. Now. <laughs> it makes it, it looks like okay, well, it's that easy, right? And, but it's really um, levels to this and. You know, the highest level gets put in with the lowest levels, and doesn't make any fun anymore. So I like to see them separate this some way, somehow, with teams that are, um, you know, uh, the high level teams have these certain qualifications. Yeah. You know, with all these AU teams, they, I see about five levels, division levels of within one age group that really breaks down, you know. <laughs> you've I,
2: seen the blowouts, man. Yeah, I know you've it's seen the, not like, fun. yeah, it's, exactly. Um, it's just not a good feeling. I, yeah,
0: not for everybody, the coaches, the parents, and the refs. Yeah. You know, we – it's – the game gets lethargic, and then you just, you know, it's like watching paint dry, yeah. score 70 to 13. And, <laughs> and they, nobody wants to, I yeah, hate games they like that. got do a better man. job of classifying these teams, or they just won't be able to play outside of their city or region. I mean, well, I would say region, but, you know, it wouldn't make sense for them to go on trips. These gotta be high level trips. And, um, Hopefully AU just won't just be about money and teams that they will the actual AU organization can come together and Mm -hmm. kinda solidify it and have some structure where we don't get all these people flying out and you or your whole family flying out just to see teams win by eighty and lose by eighty. Like that's not fun and back in my day it was very different. Everybody was competitive and it's just because it's saturated now it's a lot of teams as things are being saturated so once it's unsaturated a little bit and it dies down it won't be so hot and they'll have some structure and run in a different way in yeah. different regions and sections um it'll get a hold of itself everything kind of goes up and down we still in a pandemic yeah, too that's so true very true everybody's still trying to get you know, grounded and trying, you know, but some people just running with it since it's a pandemic. <laughs> oh, we, well, we want to go too on this. Let's get some people together. <laughs> so it's a give and take. But um, from my from my perspective, um, I would just like the kids to have some fun without the input of grown ups. you know, and don't overcoach a kid. Stop getting on your kid and being down on the first row when the coaches you you're right behind the coach and the team right. Let the coach Lead coach. <laughs> co- yeah, let the coach coach. Leave these kids alone. Leave your son and daughter alone. Like I never got. If I was frustrated, with my son, I just walk out the gym. Right. You know, hey man, let me just come because I don't want him to see me like this. Hey, he might think I'm going to the bathroom. Right. Something. Right. So right. You got to make these kids and like make it think like it's not that serious. So hopefully um, we'll do. You know. You Know some parents might be listening to me now and might yeah. gain some knowledge on that and listen to an NBA champion from one step <laughs> in every situation from a parent, a player, right. a coach, and a ref. You know, that's rare. Uh, that's 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 like that's, that's why rare, I want you on the show, right? You're right, here, so <laughs> but we'll do it again and I can get and I hopefully I can give you an update and, and you, yeah, and oh, and yeah, I can you tell that, you like okay, since I last did my first interview, it was a lot of Things that change for the better or the worse. So the, <laughs> the time starts soon. As we end it, right? And then the next one, we'll see if it was any changes uh, made in the right direction. Oh yeah, absolutely. So with that being said, man, I Trey, man,
2: I appreciate you being here, brother. It's um, it's been a fun episode, man. Just hearing hearing your story, man. Oh I,
0: man. I appreciate it. It's been great, you know, being on the show. I love it. I'ma be back here. You know, we'll get some times settled in. We we'll bring a couple people yeah, in. Well yeah, personal do. outside my camping. Y'all just continue to so, wish me luck, man. I'm gonna try to make this round this weekend <laughs> in LA for college ref camping and then come back up here and do some work and then maybe ref some of y'all games and do the substitute. <laughs> it don't stop. <laughs> Stay blessed. I, I love appreciate it. Man. it. And no um Let's let's continue to keep working with these kids, man. It's all about them.
2: Yep, got you. So I want to do my quick shout-outs before we get out of here. Uh, big shout-out to Chad Johnson. Uh, Thank you, brother, for signing up for the Patreon account, man, supporting the show. Also, Chris Johnson and Josiah Johnson, man, shout-out to you guys for uh, supporting the show as well. Big a shout out for Drifty J and Marcellus, some two kids I know, man. You guys are doing your thing on the YouTube ball, uh, basketball side, basketball content creators. Coach Tet, shout out to you, man. Uh, we got to talk about the algorithm. That's something we're going to get to, man. Um, Trey, bro, it, it really was great having you here, man. And, you know, please feel free again. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Check us out help support the show if not and you just got something out of it i hope it helps you on your journey whether you uh checking me out on youtube or the audio side everybody be safe out there yeah 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 i'm on youtube
0: too man. follow both of us man let's all come together as one baby come on let's grow let's grow let's grow all right
2: man everybody be safe and we out